Around 400 residents of flood-hit Auckland properties remain in the dark about who will qualify for a voluntary payout and they're demanding answers from the council. Many of the residents of homes deemed too dangerous to live in following the devastating Auckland anniversary weekend floods had expected information yesterday but were left with what they described as radio silence. They say the situation is financially dire for some of them and they're demanding better council communication. Well, on the line, I'm joined by Auckland Council Group Recovery Manager Matt Tucker. Kira to you, Mr Tucker. Good afternoon, Giles. Uh, why didn't people hear yesterday as they had been expecting? Yeah, that, that's a good question. We, I thought we'd been clear in our communication that we'd be sending out um, letters to high-risk properties we commencing uh, the 12th of June rather than on the 12th of June. Um, so actually the first letters will be received by high-risk property owners uh, tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, we're having to stagger our communications. There's, there's such a volume of, of uh, homes affected in Auckland that it, it just isn't practical to try and commute with, uh, communicate sorry, with everybody in, in one tranche. So we've understandably we've tried to capture in this first communication starting tomorrow the the homes that are at highest risk, particularly if another event, a similar event, should hit the city. So how long is this going to take to notifying everybody who's affected? That's a, again a good question. It depends what you mean by everybody who's affected. If uh, if I think about uh, an indication of how big the problem could possibly be in Auckland. What we know from the insurance companies is that they've had 15,000 in the, in the region of 15,000 claims. So that gives you an idea of the, of the magnitude of the effects in Auckland. Yeah, but you're um, talking about four. There are 400 people here who are most uh, you know, affected here. They're the ones who really need to know. Sure. So those, in an attempt to try and get to those 400 uh, or, or thereabouts as quickly as possible, this week we'll be communicating with between seven and 800 properties uh, and property owners to, um, to, to establish, uh, actually to ask for feedback. So it's an information gathering exercise this week. Uh, there'll be some more information on timelines, but we're actually beginning to gather information to help us make quicker decisions on uh, Category 3 in particular. So can you guarantee that the f- all 400 people who are the most affected and the ones most urgently seeking information, they will hear this week? No, I can't guarantee that, I'm afraid. Why don't you set up, why don't you set up a hotline, for instance, or why don't you set up an office where people can visit something practical rather than putting something in the mail and hoping it reaches them sometime? Yeah, sure. We and, and we're doing all of those things that you've just suggested. So the, the communication that we send out this week uh, is going to have a telephone number um, for a dedicated call centre resource. It's also going to have an email address, which is a dedicated resource um, for these homes. We uh, and beginning next week, we're going to actually have some resources in these worst affected communities, uh, helping to answer some of the some of the questions that those communities will have. Are you able? To, I mean, people here are paying mortgages. Uh, they're waiting for insurance. They're paying rent on alternate accommodation. Um, just coping with the devastation of it all. What financial assistance are you able to give those who are most stretched? 
So we, you'll be aware that the Auckland Council has already offered rates relief uh, to a considerable number of properties. Um, there's a conversation to be had uh, about whether that continues or is extended. That would be a political decision and not one for me. Um, I, I would reassure you that the recovery, the group recovery office here in Auckland Council is is heavily and closely connected with central government agencies who are trying to give people support who, uh, who whose homes have been damaged and are not habitable and who have need financial assistance. We work really closely with MSD, for instance, and TAS, the Temporary Accommodation Service. Both of those uh, agencies are have people here in the Auckland Recovery Office. Very, very quickly, can you tell us uh, what are the prospects of people actually being paid out and who's going to pay, finding out who's going to pay the bill for them if they're going to be bought out? I think the prospects of being of people being paid out, and if you're talking about Category 3, are reasonably good. The central government has made a commitment to that, so their prospects are good. Um, I couldn't talk to how that will work right now because I simply don't know the answers. There are urgent discussions between central government and Auckland Council taking place as we speak to try and get through that. Remembering, of course, that this is it, there's a national element to this, so there's other councils and other areas that are affected too that are part of that conversation. Thank you very much.